Yeah. 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 Hang on a sec. I got to uh, hang on. Okay. I got to order a hard drive off the internet. I'm buying a hard drive on the internet. What uh from uh like uh be- best yeah, best buy. Mhm. I'm picking up on my way home. I'm placing my order. And it's now popping up some additional weird-looking window. Oh. It says verified. You do that. I'm just going to okay. go ahead and eat some popcorn. Yeah. All right. I did it. I did it. Ten, ter- it. 10 terabytes. What? 10 terabytes. $160. They're on sale right now, these external drives. You can shuck them. You shuck these drives. What is that? You take them out of the enclosure and you put them inside your PC like they were a real hard drive. What? Wait, what are they? They're external drives. Oh. Uh, like USB. You shuck them. And you put them in your computer. Shuck off. Oh, I'm going to sh- I'm going to shuck off all right. This is why I keep all those hotel room keys cuz you cut them into four pieces and use it to shuck the drives. Okay. Yeah. I kept my hotel room keys because I was lazy. Yeah, that's the other reason why I keep them. I got charged yeah, $45 for food I didn't order. That's cool. It's always nice when hotels give you that little uh, yeah. bonus. Yeah. Um, did you tell them, hey, what the hell is this? Yeah. I haven't heard back. You're too busy riding the elevators up and down 70 floors. That hotel. <laughs> it was nice. It was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Too tall. Too tall. Too tall. You know what that's about. Uh-huh. Because I'm friends with Too Tall Jones. Exactly. And he's always saying, I'm too tall. I say, me too. Mm. It's 3 a.m. somewhere. We're here. I'm Jeff. It's Ben Hi. down there. Uh, you got a, what is that, a coffee? Is it an iced coffee? It's an iced coffee brand coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, you went with the coffee and popcorn. I went with the trail mix and diet Pepsi out of the vending machine. Oh, yeah. They have not restocked this vending machine. I, I don't know. Like that, the vending machine here near us is like damn near empty, and the stuff that is in there, it won't let you buy. Why? Because it's like it's sold out. It's like I'm looking at this can right is that here. A sign? I had, they, to, I had to walk to the other machine. They're selling the rest of the building to Apple. Yeah, definitely. Damn it. Yeah, one diet Pepsi at a time. <laughs> it's just how it goes. We're here for you out there in listener land, viewer land. You might be watching if you're here live. Hello. If you're not here live, then you're definitely listening. Um. We've got a number of different ways that you can get in touch with us. E3 just happened. The world is your oyster. We want to hear about all of it. Everything from um, video games to what it's like to uh, urinate inside of a vehicle. It's fun. The full run. It's fun. I... Peeing in the bottles and now that's the... I think that's the original Game Boy. Uh, I did that this morning into a fast food cup. There was a lot of traffic. It was really bad. Oh boy. You want me to take from the top or just got to get in, just got to get into this. Just got to get into this. Just got to own this. Okay. It, It went fine. It was without incident. Oh, good. Yeah. No, 
there was, it was without incident. Good. There was no issue. It was just mm-hmm. I had to just pull over and handle that. But what if like uh, the cop showed up and pulled you over, and he's like, "What are you drinking there, boy? Give me that." Yeah, and he took it and took a big long sip mm-hmm. and went. And you'd be mm. like, "I bet this is hooch. It's my favorite." Yeah, and I'd be like, "You can have the rest, dude." That's what I would say. It's all yours. Traffic was just like right close to the office too. I was I was almost there, and then everything from market to here was just dead stopped and bad, and it got real bad on me. And yeah. I was like, I I'm out of fucking options here. I'm I'm a desperate man, and you need desperate measures. Yes, that is what it called for. And then I took matters into my own hands, quite literally. And then I got back on the road moments later. It was um. It was an adventure. I don't recommend it, but you know, sometimes you gotta. Nature calls. Nature called, man. Nature fucking called, um, and I didn't answer for a long time. And it was like, no, we're pretty no, adamant about we're this. We're at your door, and I'm like, no, but I'm I'm so close to the office, and it's like, mm, no, you're not. You are. You are multiple minutes away because of how bad this traffic is. It's just, oh man. I'm getting I'm getting warm just talking about it. Me now, too. And now that's out there. I'm getting warm hearing you talk about it. I didn't want to keep that locked up inside me anymore. I right. had, I had to share that with the world. You gotta and let I, it and I apologize. But no, nobody's that mad about it. Okay. Not nearly as mad as say missing out on your dream celebrity. There's a question in the chat. This is normally your job, but I saw it. Uh-huh. Uh, Alex missed out on Warner Herzog. Who would be your dream celebrity meeting? I, it's not, this is just not my thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not that guy. I mostly wanted to do it as a way of like talking about that event that I was also at. Right. Which was fucking cool. Yeah. We watch, saw, watch him uh, read the, yeah, me, Dan and, uh, Ben Hansen over there from Game Informer. Mm-hmm. It was cool. We went down to the Fox lot in, L.A. I know yeah. there's multiple. Um, oh, Louisiana. Walked around, saw some studios, saw some big murals, saw a really cool Napoleon Dynamite statue, which it just ages so well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then maybe the coolest thing is now, I don't know if you know this, but The Simpsons, uh-huh. it's a well-established television show that I'm sure for some reason, continues to make them money. Um, yeah, no, it's, I mean, O.J. Simpson was wildly popular, and then the family now. keeping up with the card. Yeah, there's, there's a whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, people love that. He's on Twitter. It's, it, yes. Uh, it's going to be, he's going to be, uh, his lawyer says it's going to be a great follow. <laughs> so and that, that he's not going to talk about the Los Angeles thing. Is that really? Is how the lawyer put it when talking, I believe, to CNN. Fun. Always a good way to put, like, you know, that murder job. That murder. That, that murder, that M, that M, the, the Los Angeles thing, you know. You know. Uh, but maybe the coolest thing there was instead of having, there was like a bagel bar with all the bagel fixings. Okay. But I didn't see any bagels. I didn't see a toaster. All right. I saw bagels, but I didn't see a toaster. Yeah. They just had a little fucking oven right there that they were popping bagels in and out of. 
So you just get a bagel fresh out of the motherfucking oven and put cream cheese on it. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So they were just warm, ready to they go. They were just hot bagels. Didn't, no, didn't need that toaster. That's why uh, this television is so expensive. <laughs> Honestly. Like, what the fuck is that? I mean, it's great, but... Yeah. But come on. Come on. Come on. Uh, what, uh, I guess, like, can you talk... I mean, the episode hasn't aired yet, obviously, right? No, yeah. We're not supposed to talk any specifics, but I will say, like, I... We... That room was laughing a lot, and I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, you're around other people. It's making you more inclined to laugh. Yeah. Um... The pace at which they were going through the script, you know, is just like hitting joke after joke. There mm-hmm. wasn't like visual breaks or commercial breaks or any anything like yeah. that. But it was great. Werner was getting real animated, real into it. Like these weren't final reads or anything, you know. Like right, they go to a sound bank for that. It's just like the first read through. But it was cool seeing like the writers that went into the table taking notes and stuff while they like, were okay, going. We get adjust the timing on this. We yeah. should do this, nail this. Yeah. yeah, it was it was a really cool thing to see. For, firsthand for the first time mm-hmm. uh i guess in vague terms about well, you said people laughed a lot did you think do you think this will be a good episode of the show i don't know i'm really interested to see how it comes out it was very focused on i also i guess the broadest thing is like te- technology played okay. a large role so i i found a lot of identifiable uh-huh. themes and motifs that resonated with me all right so i'm gonna definitely watch it when it's out there and i'll uh i'll come back with my official review. All right. I'm looking forward to your official review of this Simpsons episode. <laughs> Even though knowing you have eaten their free bagels yeah. and are now tainted uh, and can't be trusted with your opinion on the Simpsons. That's right. Or any Fox product ever again. Whenever we go to like presser events or something, they'll have food or drink sometimes. You're supposed to just like smash it onto the ground. That's right. You throw it on the ground like that song. That's what people do. We've got multiple ways for you to ask questions of us. Um... The ask a question button is at the top of the page. You can click on that and and ask a question that way. You can get at us on Discord. The instructions for doing so are right there at the top of the chat. And then also we've got a voicemail line at 707-EXIT-FLU. That's the phone number. Punch those words into your phone and, uh, you know. You'll you'll get at us. Uh, we want to hear from you at all hours of the night. It's a voicemail line. It doesn't ring any. You're not, you're not going to wake us up by leaving us a voicemail. So we want you at uh, at all hours of the day and night, particularly the night. We want a lot of nighttime messages around these parts. Um, Pete Fix says there are now 29 versions of Escape from the City on Spotify. I just found a few new ones. It seems like that's, yeah, there are a lot of covers of that. There are a lot of, yeah, a lot of versions of Ice Ice Baby, a lot of versions of Escape from the City, the Ice Ice Baby of video game songs. Wow. I can't, I can't even argue. Huh. Yeah. Something that people love to hear and sing. Uh huh. But don't actually enjoy like yeah. the composition of. Let's mm-hmm. say, I was at a wedding. Yeah. Uh, right when I got back from E three, and boy, I like I just like to report in and say, wedding playlists have not changed. Okay. You a lot, got a lot of Pitbull then. You got your Pitbull, your Black Eyed Peas, mm-hmm. Ice Ice Baby, 
Taylor Swift now. Maybe a little more Taylor Swift than there was before. Maybe. And there's the kid there's these kids flossing. But they were doing it really bad. They were doing a really bad job with it. I had to show them. Yeah. I had to show them what Nice. What for? Uh I believe Trap Queen was played at my wedding. <laughs> uh I believe that was by request. Sure. From a Dave Lang. Um <laughs> Let's see here. You see that uh, Kotaku article about Iron Galaxy? Yeah. Did you read that? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was interesting. They, it billed him as like CEO, blah, 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 and giant bomb joke man. <laughs> and like, all right, there you like, That's Dave Lang's a serious individual. He's done shit. He's got views. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's that's their whole thing is that, you know, not not crunching and, and all that sort of stuff. Um, it's definitely a, a hot button topic these days for sure. Uh, Feast of Violet asks, what other classic Game Boy games do you want to see Nintendo to do a full-on remake? I could go for a Mole Mania HD. That's a good one. Mm. Mario's Picross. Mario Tennis. Yeah. Pokemon Pinball. Oh. That's GBA, right? Yeah. Uh, Kirby's Pinball Land then that's a an amazing video game dragon warrior monster one and two. Oh yeah all right put them together mm-hmm. in one thing yeah yeah that'd be pretty good um let's see here one of these just moved yeah the the there's those things have magic motors in them that the sliders on that thing could just move it just i, I don't know touch, why it would just move now I didn't touch it unless someone's controlling it remotely jan stop it uh bliss f says uh one to ten how annoying were the e3 hecklers i'm guessing that means people in the crowd that were making noise at press conferences i it didn't really bother me it was just like I don't know. I you know those things are shows, right? They're they're not what they used to be. They're not necessarily press con. No one, no one calls it a press conference anymore. They're always briefings or or something like that. And you know the different companies have different ways of allowing members of their like community into these things, which is a good way for them to kind of seed the crowd with people that are going to go ape shit for uh, for the games. Uh, in addition to the people who work for the studio who are in the audience, of course. And that's just what it is, you know. It, it's it's fine. Uh, they, they've they've made that shift, and, and it is what it is. I, I it got kind of annoying. It's a, yeah, I guess a little annoying. And, but. and the maybe most disruptive part of it is like somebody who with obviously not a ton of stage experience would come out and start talking, and somebody would just like yell at them, and yeah, then there'd be that brief moment of like, like okay, "Am I supposed uh, to acknowledge this?" Or am I, I got to get back on the teleprompter? Like, yeah, it's it's not in that's not an easy skill teleprompter reading um yeah that was a little a little weird um halton warburton says did you ever play an nes game called green beret yeah that game was called russian attack everywhere else or maybe it was just called Russian Attack here because we didn't like the Russians and called Green Beret everywhere else. I don't actually know. 
Um, what is it? A game about the 2016 elections? Boo. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, no, just say it and then clap for yourself. This is, you're really... It's good shit. It's good shit. Um, I like Russian attack quite a bit. You run, you stab. That's what you do in that game. Those are two of my three favorite things to do in video games. Yeah. If shoot was on that list, oh boy. Ooh, I played some Green Beret on the Commodore 64 at E3. Well, not on a real Commodore 64, but I brought my business with me, and Vinny was like, play some Bazooka Bill. <laughs> and I was like, Bazooka Bill? Okay. And I launched it, and then I was like, oh, this is just like a bootleg Russian attack. And he said, yeah. And then I played that instead. <laughs> So, so there you go. Um, let's see. How about you hit me with a voicemail, Jeff, or a call? What do you got? I would love to hit you with a voicemail. Uh, we got like multiple weeks of them. Great, but not surprisingly, not a ton of E three questions. Okay, I, no, I, I guess we answered them all. Yeah, true. Show's over. So here's something unrelated. Hey Jeff, hey Ben, this is Dan from Philadelphia. How you guys doing? Uh, Good. Just wanted to bring to your attention that last weekend, Combo Breaker, the tournament out in Chicago, hit its cap at forty eight thousand. They're now talking about whether or not to upgrade the space. Or to keep the community roots by capping it next year. What are your thoughts? I'm kind of. Did you say forty? Did he say forty-eight thousand? Yeah, that's so. Like damn near fifty thousand people going to a fighting game tournament. Yeah. Jesus, what the fuck? Really? Yeah, combo, combo breakers done a really good job uh, for itself of being like, if you're not going to Evo, go to this tournament. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, they've got like all the mystery game stuff. There's it's a lot fun. of appeal there yeah, for yeah. not necessarily the big, hugest fighting game fans. Yeah. Like if I lived around the area and I was casually interested in fighting games, that seemed like it'd be a good time. Um, I hope they don't cap it because I want to go next year. <laughs> but like in, in, I don't know. I, I feel like, I don't know. Gr- 48,000 is not keep your community roots size, so they might as well expand to another venue. Yeah, I, I'm inclined to agree. Like, there was a big, you know, 2010, 2011 saw, like, the first kind of wave of esports in fighting games and, like, this artificial money and people worrying yeah. about, like, is this going to change, you know, our scene? There were some people who were, you know, like, oh, no, I'm not going to be able to be racist anymore. Right, yeah. But there were a lot of people out there who were like, you know, genuinely, like, fighting games is one of the most grassroots competitive gaming things out there. You totally. know, it started in just, like, arcades and shit. Um, but I feel like at this point, it's so big. Like, it's not grassroots anymore. It's And, and you can still honor the grassroots, and, and you should. So are you trying to say we esports now? Jeff, we esports now. Got it. Okay. Okay. Thank you for putting in a term that I can understand. Yeah. Yeah, that that was the 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 weird struggle and I'm sure that this probably still happens to some degree, but the the struggles of the fighting game scene uh, as it grew and as esports grew around it and that push and pull of people saying like if I can't yeah, it, 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 in some cases, it literally felt like it was people saying, like, well, if I can't be racist on a stream, then what are we even doing? Right. And I was like, 
what the fuck? Like, was it that was a Capcom? People living in a house or something? Uh, Cross Assault. Yeah. Yeah, with the heiress. Yeah. That felt like the flashpoint for that era mm-hmm. in a lot of ways of just like, oh, well, like if this is what you're trying to stick up for, for keeping it grassroots, then we're not losing anything of value. Uh, yeah, it was a messy time. I, I think I, I, I saw some, I saw a little bit of both sides of that thing. Could be, but mainly that was because like what going esports meant and to a certain extent still means is just like a lot. Yeah, you say like artificial money is like a lot of like a lot of really shitty things sometimes come with that. Um, but more money for players. Uh, I can't argue with that. If they can, if they can earn a living playing fighting games, because you know some. People got suckered into investing in, in a fighting game tournament. Get it while it's there. You know? Um, let's see here. Uh, Modulage. Modulage? says, did your laid back camp figure come and are you looking forward to season two? Yes and yes. I got it. Uh, I've not taken it out of the box yet. We don't have a good place to set it up in the house, but, uh, but we got it up on a shelf where it's visible, and uh, I would watch more of that show if they made more of that show. Um, let's see. How you doing down there? You got any more? You got any more action for me? Uh, yeah, I'm working on getting a call, but I can hit you with another voicemail. Yeah. Lay, lay me out a voicemail. This is Nicholas in Los Angeles. Talk of pizza on the 5:30 aftermath has me wondering a habit where you buy pizza from anywhere and you need a side dish for that, usually. Uh, potato wedges or cheesy bread or garlic bread, which is the better and why do we need this extra fucking carb stuffed into me to feel like what I'm eating is filling? Thanks. What is your go-to pizza side? Uh, like a boneless wings or like a cheesy bread. Mm type thing i got a curry pizza what's okay it's like a indian style pizza little chunks of paneer on it that sounds cool yeah and like peppers and stuff but mm-hmm. then it also they had their like side dish was cheesy garlic bread with pineapple and jalapeno huh which fucking ruled like it, it was sounds all right something that i had never seen before and boy it was good but yeah i usually up for a bread just because I'm a off like bread's my favorite food. It's so good. Yeah, I feel like if you're at a point where you're like breaking it down to be like, oh, who needs these carbs? Like you probably shouldn't have gotten the pizza either. Right. Um. Uh, I've got this cauliflower crust pizza. Uh, it's no carbs, but then I've it's also got hella grubbin, dude. It's hella grubbin. Um. It's it's grubble double, man. I got to tell you. There were these, uh, my favorite pizza place back when I lived in Oakland had these breadsticks that I would always order and I thought they were like stupid because it was like a bread that was twisted. Uh Uh-huh. And I would like, I'm like. That sounds crazy. It sounds like some crazy bread. It's insane bread. And I would try and dip it and it was just so floppy in the middle. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this piece of shit bread? They Mm -hmm. just can't make it. And I realized you're supposed to like pull it apart and, you know, like. Like dip. Portions yeah. of it, and not and just like just, hold I, the whole thing. I had been eating it for 
months yeah before realizing that it was meant to be like a shareable like grab your you grab one your friend grab the other and and i'm just like trying to stuff it into my face as fast as i can this is not structurally sound for dipping sauce when i was uh living moss uh and I was ordering from Domino's on a regular basis, like the way the coupons always worked out to be like, okay, well, now I'm just like throwing money away if I don't get this would lead me to get a pizza, sometimes two pizzas, but usually a pizza, um, a sandwich. They had a buffalo chicken sandwich that, is, that I had one not that long ago. Still pretty good. Nice. And then uh, pasta in a bread bowl. Oh. You don't have to get it in a bread bowl. But I got it in a bread bowl. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. Like if you can get it's something really in a hard bread bowl, to eat, like, like a get it paper bowl. Yeah, exactly. I'm not a goat. Um, and uh, yeah, that was a that was too much food. It would it, the pizza would keep though. So usually, like, it would eat the sandwich and the pasta, and then have, like a little bit of pizza. And by a little bit, I mean like half of it, and then put the rest in the fridge or something like that. Um, and that was clean living. Uh, Printy writes in and says, I just found out that I have next week off from work that I didn't expect. They scheduled it off instead of my birthday week by accident. How should I waste it? What games or whatever? I don't know. If you had just like suddenly you had a free week. I mean, you're in the middle of moving, so you'd probably like unpack or whatever. You know? Um, but I guess... You know, that's a that's a really good length of time to just like get into a role playing game and get out of it by the end of the week. You know, you could you could just start and finish a, a long game if you're really dedicated to it. A week is long enough to really fuck up your sleep schedule. Um and and that can be fun when you have time off like that. Um You just get into old games. You know, just start sampling and, and fucking around with a bunch of little older games and just while away the hours that way. You can play no games at all and just like, I don't know, go outside. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't. I, I would know. recommend against that. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a great idea. But I, I mean, it's it's on the list, right? I, I've been. Wa- so in L.A. Um, at A3, we were like our hotel was like maybe like three. Well, our hotel was was like. Several blocks closer to the convention center, but not a, yes. not many. About half a mile from the convention center. Yeah, uh, but it was just far enough for me to be like, okay, I'm going to walk to the... Con- yeah. I'm not going to take a, a lift every time I need to go over there um, like I did in previous years. Yeah. Um, I think I made one exception because I like didn't want to show up sweaty to an appointment. It was the hottest day, but I was walking a lot. I was walking like, I don't know, three, four miles every day. Because you walk there, you walk around the floor, you walk yeah. back, you walk, you get a burger or whatever. Um, and it's the most like walking I've ever done in a period. And I've been trying to keep that like going. I've, I've been making a point to walk um, everywhere, uh, but I need to gamify it. Yeah. Uh, and I haven't yet. I haven't found a good, like I read out on the Pokemon Go because me, me and my partner will walk. They're really big into it pokemon go uh-huh. um and like walk and catch pokemon together but i need like I'm, I'm throwing it out to the chat for their favorite like gamified walking and exercise app because back i feel like when that was a huge thing right. yeah. i wasn't paying attention to fitness stuff in the slightest yeah so hit me with those i the the apple watch like just the the fitness rings and stuff that they do 
I find is okay. It's not like super in-depth or gamified, but it does get, it's like it tracks it in a way that lets you kind of see what like what you're doing or not doing as the case may be. Yeah. Um and I found that to be okay. Not like not necessarily motivational, but it was like interesting to track that and kind of know like oh man, I I did jack shit today. That was pretty awesome. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, you got anything down there for me? You got a call? Yeah, I do. I will, I will. Okay. There is a caller being rung as we speak. Ring him. Hello? Hello, caller. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hey, it is Addison from Joplin, Missouri. Hey, Addison. What's, uh, what's on your mind? Hey, so uh, we all like to talk about game preservation quite a bit and know that it's really important. But I was thinking about it the other day and noticed that there seems to be a big lack of talk around the like kind of early 2000s cell phone kind of games. And I know there was like some, and you know, I don't think necessarily much of that was good in regards to uh, quality, but there were like weird ports of like splinter cell games and monster hunter exclusive stuff. And, um, you know, oblivion and especially with like uh i think they were a lot more prevalent in japan but i don't ever see any talk of conservation of any of that and i don't know if it's just me not looking in the right places uh i mean i've googled it but i never see anything or if it's just a case of people not giving a shit yeah uh thanks for your call addison that's uh it's uh so it's that does happen uh there are um there are people that are interested in that. I don't know if there are a ton of people that are actively working on it, um, but that's something I've seen people talking about on the Video Game History Foundation Discord, uh, the uh, Frank Sfaldi's organization. They've got a Discord um, where they have a channel dedicated to Bubsy, of course. And, uh, of course. And, of course. Uh, the ultimate in preservation. Uh, and, and so I've seen people talk about it, um, especially in relation to Japan, because there's, I want to say there's like some Mega Man games that only came out on phones in Japan. There were some Metal Gear stuff for a while. There's some, certainly some Square games that I think maybe some of those eventually did just start getting ported elsewhere, uh, over time. But, um, yeah, I actually have some old phones that were sent to me from publishers of mobile games that still have like a bunch of their games on it. Like here's a phone from game loft that has 20 game loft games on it. And there's no easy way to get them off of there. So I think that's where a lot of that got locked up is people trying to go like, okay, well wait, how do I actually extract these phones, uh, these games from these phones? Uh, is there a way to, once we've got them saved, is there a way to get them back onto other phones? That's usually like a, a kind of a light piracy situation at that point. Um, or are there really good emulators of like Symbian or Brew or some of the other, um, some of the other, you know, the software that some of these phones ran, uh, so that you can run these games. That emulation scene has been pretty underwhelming. Um, I think some of it has picked up a little bit, but, uh, th- there's not a ton of it. So I, I think there are people out there that are very interested in it and, it's just hard to find like they, they aren't, maybe they aren't necessarily collecting and out there talking publicly about stuff just yet. Um, but it's, I think it's the sort of situation where if you've got something to offer in that field, I think, uh, 
uh, ask Safaldi about it. He seems like he would be the, a guy that could at least point you in the right direction uh, if you if you have stuff that needs to be preserved and and, and so on, um, or or have like some expertise to offer specifically. Um, because yeah, that that stuff is is kind of is is kind of out there, um, but not a ton. I know there are people trying to preserve all the Ouya games because that storefront is shutting down or has shut down. I think maybe it's next week that's shutting down. So I thought it was the 25th. Maybe I'm off by a month or something. But uh, but yeah, like there's people like, oh, well, if they're going to shut down all the Ouya services, we need to get all these games and, and make sure that we've got them all. So there was uh, some work going into that. Uh, people were doing similar stuff when like the eShop was going down on like the DSi and stuff like that. It's like, well, we got to we got to get all these DSi games so we can save them um, before they're lost forever. But yeah, I, I really think that a lot of those mobile games will end up being lost to time um, because they, you know, they they were just meant to be installed and deleted and all this other stuff. And you know, um, how many people still have their old phones? How many still have that stuff installed? Uh, I would really like to play uh, even old iPhone games in some cases. You know, like because of the way iOS has evolved. Games that ran on older versions of iOS don't run anymore, and so they've been pulled from the store. So a lot of early iPhone games are um, not easily purchased, and and so they're kind of gone in a sense too. Um, I want to play Doom RPG. That was a really good pre-iPhone phone game. I think they eventually did do a port of it to iPhone, but it was turn-based Doom and uh you know like a proper ludicrous video game when you move they move uh how just like that oh um and oh so it was like uh crypto the necrodancer yeah but doom <laughs> i mean that might be coming <laughs> yeah right uh and uh it it was a cool fucking game it was cooler than you'd expect You're like ah, doom on a phone they'll run doom on anything these days oh wait John Carmack turned it into a turn-based game because he's got that kind of time. Um, I always thought that was hell of cool. Um, there's a lot of early iPhone stuff that's just long gone. Uh, Shaz asked, did anyone save Meme Run? Yeah, me. Meme Run's installed on my Wii U right now. I better take my Wii U home before it Where you disappears. At? Make sure I'm... Make sure I'm I don't know how to get it off my Wii U, but but I got it. We're preservationists around here. That's right. Uh, forty eight hundred attendees at Combo Breaker, not forty eight thousand, according okay. to Cynicologist. That makes a lot more sense. But attendance has grown roughly twenty percent each year, according to esportsobserver.com. dot <laughs> uh, Okay. That's still a lot of number. That's, that's a big number. I was, just, I was like, wait, are people filling the stadium to go to Combo Breaker? That seems crazy. Because I wonder, let me see if I can find Evo. Yeah, how many, how many people go to Evo? Um, Houghton Warburton says, hot take on that new Commander Keen game. It looks bad. Like, yeah, all right, sure. That's one of those ones that you're like, why, why, why do a Commander Keen game... Because A, no one remembers Commander Keen. B, the people who do remember Commander Keen will only get angry at the idea. You gain nothing by calling it Commander Keen. There's no... 
You're not like tapping into this long lost fan base that's like, man, I used to play video games, but who has the time now? I only play mobile games. Like that's not, there's, there's no, that's not a person, right? Andrew like, one. Uh, oh I was just going to say uh, 11,000 competitors at Evo total entrance were not tracked. Okay. All right. Uh, Andrew E1 says, uh, one month in, do you still use your Oculus Quest? Do you feel that this headset is the headset that might keep you coming back to VR? Uh, I have not spent a, <clears throat> an abundance of time with it because a lot of the launch lineup was stuff that I had played somewhere else. Um, but I did bring it with me to E3. I was like, oh, well, I'll br- I mean, I can. I'll bring it. Uh, and then I, I never had time to use it. So <clears throat> uh, so it kind of stayed in my bag, but but I did bring it with me. Uh, I think I'm going to bust it out and mess with it. I've, I've been meaning to try out maybe like a little more dance central or, or something like that. Uh, you got any more VMs down there? Oh, hell yeah. Want VMs or I want VNs. You know me. Somebody in the chat just asked, where's my checks quest remaster? Aren't they doing that? Didn't I see an announcement that they were like, I thought there was something. I, th- I thought that that was happening. Yeah. All right. Well, Hey, it's, I'll save this one. It's another pizza call, but I'll save it. Okay. Hey, Ben and Jeff. This is Trey from Dallas. Uh, so I was remembering back, this is about 2001, and I used to frequent a site called Planet GameCube. I believe they've changed their name since then, but I think it was like Billy Bergenhammer and Jonathan, uh, Jonathan Metz, I believe, some of the writers there. I was wondering if you guys knew about the site. Uh, I guess this is really going to uh, Jeff, who was probably around the industry at the time, or I know he was. But uh, if, if you knew anyone from that site or remember that site at all, I don't. I was, you know, in middle school, so I can't recall how big they really were. But I was just thinking if you remember that site at all, and maybe for uh, for Ben, uh, who's more my age, uh, did you ever? Uh, try to like make your own website growing up because i i did a few failed attempts but uh, i was just uh giving you guys a call love what you do uh 3 a.m boys represent uh take care well if you're looking to make a website i've got news for you yeah go on no. um did you ever did you ever try to make a website uh not beyond like learning a little bit of light html to customize my zynga my myspace yeah a blog spot eventually i had i did have a uh blog spot for a while retro game fun club where i wrote about old weird obscure snes games mm-hmm. um i i also frequented uh planet gamecube because uh kind of looking at this voicemail and thinking made me realize that was the only the gamecube was the only console i had where it was definitively the worst one of the like offerings sure like yeah. super nintendo mm-hmm. n64 you could argue like I, I i think it's like in the running like those were too close to call gamecube was definitely worse than the ps2 <laughs> like yeah, i mean i'm yeah, that's, yeah you know that was the only time i was a second class gaming citizen and so like finding a publication specifically devoted to your console <clears throat> excuse me was such a big deal yeah no one was out there covering the gamecube ports of all these third-party games that were coming everywhere or right. I mean, they, we were we were but not like in depth and so yeah if you only owned a gamecube 
there was probably some reason to do that sort of thing. Uh, Berghammer's at Nintendo now. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Billy, Billy's at Nintendo. Uh, he's been there for a while. Um, he was a Game Informer for a while. Uh, yeah. Also, the f- the first website I ever wrote for in a gaming sense was the Weir W I I R E. The Wire. Oh, like the Wire. Like the Wire, but, but for okay. the Wii. Yeah. And I reviewed Let's Tap. It was my first thing. Yeah. Did you like it? I did. It yeah. was novel, but yeah. kind of Let's fun. Let's Tap is novel. I Let's... put it on my tummy and did like a little tap in on the tongue. Uh-huh. It was fun. Yeah. A little tongue tapper. Why not? Uh, yeah. You know, it's, uh, yeah. You'd, you'd see people from a lot of different publications out at events and stuff like that. There were just a lot more publications to go around at that time. But a lot of the ones that were like console-specific were you didn't really see a ton of them out there um <clears throat> all the time i guess um i'm trying to think like team xbox was out it's funny because like now like microsoft refers to themselves as team xbox but like that was a website <laughs> um i think GameSpy bought it or it started as a game i'm not sure but um yeah, you know, that's that stuff uh yeah, there there were a lot more sites like that back then and I think just over time like really past that generation the generation after that and certainly these days like the differences between the consoles have just like shrunk and shrunk and shrunk and shrunk to where it's I I feel like it's silly to identify with one console over the other or something like that. Like it it always has been. Like the whole fanboy thing is just ridiculous. Um yeah, but like these days, it's just even dumber. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing? I got my first taste of that when I would. I, I used to religiously follow the Smash Dojo, mm. which was kind of the like one by one every day. Here's a new thing that's coming up in Super Smash Brothers Brawl, like a music track or an right. item or a character. Yeah. yeah, and just like really getting really mad at my friends for saying that Smash wasn't cool. I'd be like, "There's a whole website you don't understand." Smash isn't cool, and there's a whole website. There's a whole website, Jeff. You wouldn't understand. There's a whole website for a lot of you. Can make your own website about anything you want. Smash Brothers. You want to sell something? Could you use some powerful e-commerce functionality? I want to sell my custom game controllers where I take a knife and I notch a little little notch in the bottom of where the left thumbstick goes, and I can charge it fifty dollars more for a GameCube controller if I do that. Great. There's uh, analytics to help your site grow in real time. Oh, I've got it memorized. That's bad. That's probably bad, right? Um, I mean, you did both the ads today from memory, right? Yeah. Um, Dorachi says, working late at the office can order some dinner. It's just for me, and I'd rather not have to bring any home. What should I get? That sounds like a fast food meal to me. That sounds like a burger and a fries, maybe a little chicken sandwich on the side. A little, little bonus sandwich over on the side over here. Yeah, if you're if you're not worried at all at bringing it home, that really opens the door to fried foods. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. which is like when I'm when I'm ordering, it's like okay, well, I'm not going to order from these restaurants because I want leftovers, and I'm not going to order fried food. So get yourself something that has a nice like you can get calamari as an as an entree appetizer. Yeah. But like working late at the office, you're going to find a place that's just, you're, he's going to order some dinner. 
Yeah. You got like Greek, get, like get, a Greek like place. delivery calamari. Hell yeah. Okay. And some falafel and a gyro. All right, yeah, yeah, you could you go that route. That's something you could do. Or you could get a burger and fries. Like you get any Mr. America over here. Little chicken sandwich on the side. Okay. You know? Like a chicken little? If if you can get a chicken little, you can't. But if you could. I had all sorts of first-time fast food experiences in L.A. Yeah. At E3. How'd that go? First-time fat burger. Wasn't good. Uh, I like fat burger. That's probably my favorite of the fucking, like, upscale... Like I, I would probably this take might have been a weird location. It was mm. only open for three hours a day. That seems like a fucking. I didn't know if this was like a national nap fat burger thing or what, but uh, they seemed very understaffed and nervous when I walked in the door. But maybe I mean I get that look a lot. Mm-hmm. I had that, my first good Five Guys experience. Do all Five Guys have hot dogs and stuff? I think so. Yeah, I feel like last time I went, I got a burger and a hot dog, but it's been like years, probably like five years since I've been to Five Guys. One guy per year. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I remember thinking the hot dogs were okay, but I don't like their. I don't. I don't. I don't think all that highly of their hamburgers, if I remember correctly. And then In and Out, I think it's just boring. <laughs> Basic. Yeah. Uh, and I had Chick Fil A for the first time. Mm. It's pretty good. Yeah. There was a power outage uh, at E3. Yeah. And so I was walking around. Uh, it, it, I was not near the convention center when that happened. I was in our space getting ready for the live show. And I had to step out and get something to eat. And it was not long after the power outage. And every restaurant that I tried to go to was closed. Like first I was like, well, there's this Qdoba near here. I don't know. I don't remember what Qdoba is because there are none near here or none near me. So let's try that out. It can't be worse than Chipotle. Uh, and then they just had like hastily scrawled signs up in the window that said closed. And then I was like, well, fuck. And I started walking around and found a 7-Eleven. I'm like, all right, I'll get some of that bad pizza for me, motherfucker. Maybe I'll have those mini tacos that I hate to love to hate. Um, and same deal. Closed. Just like, no power, closed. Uh, the Chick-fil-A still had power. Oh, hell yeah. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. They got a generator and a bunch of chickens yeah. running on treadmills. I was going to say, I said the, the powered by homophobia or something. But yeah, that too. Um, let's see. Yeah, I definitely was like, I'm going to eat Chick-fil-A once and never again. I'm glad I did. It's not bad. No, it's not bad. Yeah. But like... Honestly, as far as a chicken sandwich goes, the spicy chicken from Wendy's, I think I prefer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Burger King's got like a chicken parm thing yeah. right now that yeah. I, got, I got one of those recently. and uh, Pretty good. Yeah. I was into it. I was into it. Um, let's see here. We're going to wrap it up in a little bit here and send it on home. Set you all free off into the night to call us at 707 Exit Flu. Um, it'll be like that. You're all free now. It'll be ex- exactly like that. I love that meme. Yeah. I love all memes. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, my friend is a teacher and she, as part of an art project for like little, really little, like kindergarten kids, 
printed out a bunch of memes uh, without any text, and we're like, and just gave them to the kids. We're like, hey, write your own memes, like you know, as like a fun yeah. little like arts and crafts exercise. Uh-huh. There's some really funny, okay. just good. It's like the kids tell jokes Twitter account. Yeah, but like for memes, cool. There's some All really right. fun stuff in there. That's good. I I was worried that this was going to be a horrible story. <laughs> nope. And you're the one time like, involving memes and small children. It worked yeah. out. It's like, oh geez. Did any of them? Did any of them write bottom text on it? <laughs> no. My favorite one was like the 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 math lady, the like lady who's looking mm-hmm. and there's math happening all yeah, around her. Yeah, there's math happening, and it was just like first panel, ah. Second panel, what happened? Third panel, ah! Fourth panel, what happened? I love it. (laughs) Uh, It's fucking amazing. Um, This is a great question that I've thought about. Sfavnate Kathri. Yeah, that's that's it. Yeah. Uh, Will MGS4 get a re-release? I hope so. Oh, I hope so too. I hope there is that someday some definitive like the MGS collection. Yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, I I often think about playing MGS four again. I don't know why, but I think about it a lot because that game was so fucking wild, and it's been long enough now that I've forgotten a lot of the beats uh, leading up to the ending. Like that ending is fucking seared into my brain in a few different <laughs> ways, but. Uh, but like the stuff leading up to like a lot of the rest of that game, I, I have kind of forgotten. So I, I would, I feel like I'm ready to play it again. Uh, maybe I'll pull out a PS3 one of these days. I don't know. Um, you got any more voicemails to hit me with down there to send it out? Yeah, let's close out with one more. All right, pizza we'll close out with one more voicemail. One more pizza voicemail. Damn boys, it's Mike from Louisville, Kentucky. Just wanted to let you know that I just went to Little Caesars and got a six dollar thin and crispy pepperoni pizza. Because I heard you talking about pizza, garbage pizza, and I wanted one. So I went to Little Caesars. They have a $6 thin crust pizza. And let me tell you, big three, Domino's, Pizza Hut, Little Caesars, Little Caesars wins. I couldn't believe it. It was the best fucking thin crust pizza I've ever eaten in my life. Who knew? Little Caesars is terrible, but that thin crust pizza was so fucking good. And it was $6. Okay, bye. It's really the delivery of this one that made me want to play it. This man is passionate about his $6 thin crust Little Caesars pizza. I like the Domino's thin crust. Yeah. I don't know that I've had Little Caesars thin crust, but I bet it's all right. Like the thin crust Domino's is like fun crackers. So that's that you get into trouble uh, with that thing because you could put that whole pizza away like without even realizing what you're doing. Oh, yeah. It's such a little snack. I kind of wish it came uncovered. It didn't come cut, so you could roll it up into a tube. A nice crispy pizza tube. It wouldn't roll though. Pizza. It would. Cr- it would crack. Well, you know, you'd like do a really like you can, you can kind of like box fold it. Yeah, you could probably. Yeah, okay. And like you squish it down a little it. bit. Yeah, I mean, if you're going that route, you could just throw it in a blender, I guess. Too. <laughs> yeah, I would drink a pizza smoothie. Uh who wouldn't? Uh no friend of mine. That's right. Thin crust pizza is fun, but yeah, it's it's sometimes it feels like a bad value because you're definitely getting less food for the money. Uh, that's why it's really good if you got to get two pizzas and you're alone. Yeah, 
because the coupon just worked out that way, I might recommend making the second one a thin crust. Just a fun little snack just for you to just put away in your spare time. Th- yeah. Those thin crust ones go in the fridge like really a bag well, of too. Chips. Yeah, exactly. Except way more caloric. <laughs> but you can just throw those little things back. It's like, oh, it's like a little, little crunchy pizza. This is a fun time for me. Um, but I haven't tried the Little Caesars. I have not been uh, to a Little Caesars in some time, so I don't know. Do you want to know, while we're on the subject, I feel like now is a good time to tell my greatest pizza crime. Let's hear it. I cooked an entire large DiGiorno pepperoni pizza in the oven, pulled it out, cooked an entire box of Kraft macaroni and cheese, cut up some hot dogs, put them in that, put it on top of the pizza, ate it. Whole New, thing. New York style. <laughs> There's something about the water over there. It makes it yeah. all different. They put pasta on a pizza. It's fucking wild. It was really... F- and then some hot sauce to top it off. Okay. That's really fucking good. It that- was like my la- one of my last nights in college. <laughs> I was just like... It's like time to celebrate. I was like cleaning out everything I had in, of oh, food-wise. Okay. Yeah. And then I'm like, you know, it'd be wrong for me to do this as a real adult. So <laughs> I can't... You got to do this now. <laughs> but it fucked me up because I've thought about it so much since... Maybe I'll do that one more time before I die. Like on my deathbed. Yeah. Bring me the garbage pizza. <laughs> I would like to try that. That sounds it's all right. pretty good. Yeah. What kind of hot sauce are we talking there? Like a, it was like a like a... Pretty basic one. Like Taco Bell packets that you had laying around? Or like a Tapatio okay. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. That sounds totally okay. Yeah. I would definitely try that. All right. Well, now you've got your um, recipe of the week. Thanks for everyone <laughs> for listening. And if you've got like an especially good pizza crime, leave a voicemail at 707-EXIT-FLU. Yeah. We want to hear all about your crimes. If you have to be anonymous, that's okay. Uh, if the statute of limitations has not run out on your pizza crime, <laughs> we're not asking you to snitch on yourself at, uh, yeah. up in here. Just, uh, you know, just do you. Uh, all right. That's going to do it for us here. Um, we're going to s- send it off into sweet nothingness. Mm, the sweetest nothingness. That's right. Into the empty space. I don't know if you have music to play. I, I do. I'm like, I'm like stalling. I, yeah, and, I could tell, but I, I left. I don't know. The problem you, is I okay. left the audio network thing going from yeah. the theme song. Uh-huh. So now it's just like playing God knows what. That's just, is that, you watched an episode of Speed Racer down there? What? See you next week, everybody. You're all free!